Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio X, where the X stands for 10. As oh. in the Broncos added around 10 ish players to the practice squad. <laughs> okay, well, that fell off. That fell off. I, I, I don't know. I feel like that was pretty good. <sighs> well, it started really well, and then you didn't actually have anywhere to go with it. Well, I wasn't confident in the number because I haven't counted what do you the think guys it is? on the practice squad. Um, There's a set definitive number right 15. now. 15. Nope. Uh, oh, oh. X I, I, as in wrong. When you said when you said when you said right now, it threw me off. Okay. Yeah. So right now it's ten. No X wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that he came in here. He's like, yeah, you guys couldn't couldn't do it without me. And then, and then we start off. Look at that entertainment that we just started the show. With. That's true. We need somebody who doesn't know how many people are on the practice. But you, you yes. also, also could you drag the screen down to the bottom left corner there we could definitely we do this oh now it's behind the right camera now. yeah no that um, just made our show better we're, we're also about fact checking no, here ryan well i Henry can't see myself see. Oh, my i, I know what can't i really like. see in general that's actually true i was driving home last night so i was riding Uh-oh. the ride here i was like okay well it's jimmy john's it closes at nine i gotta get in there like 8 45 i'll leave here like 8 30 i got lucky making it all the way back just that you could drive it's crazy Cause like usually it's like okay I'm on the interstate it's whatever but then you're it's the one down by uh, kind of by Coors it's like oh there's like people everywhere I was like I need to lock in right now otherwise I might run somebody over mm. wait so this have to do with your vision or with getting to Jimmy John's before it closed a little of both the vision <laughs> the lack of vision almost prevented him from getting to Jimmy John's uh, and, and then you get to the end and it's like I gotta find a parking spot. But really, I need to be looking at the people trying to cross the road and the cars and things. It was, it was a wild ride. You need to be on the driving like practice it. squad. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. So how many is it? Uh, thirteen. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So three spots for someone. Maybe holding one for Seth Williams. So there are ten right now. Well, yes, there's at least 10. Okay. <laughs> X plus, was that X, the number? Yeah, there we go. Okay, so the three spots left. Yep. For, could be anyone. Could be anyone. Could be one of us. Could be one of us. Uh, like I tweeted As out you were throwing our slide. names out there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wow. that was uh, what I like to call a cherry-picked stat. <laughs> Very cherry-picked stat. If they had to sign one of us to the practice squad... Which of us would provide the most? Mm. It's a whole twist on the how many Zach's question. <laughs> okay, so you got to start here. Which one of us has like one skill that's, that could like, basically one of us is going to have to learn to kick or punt. Or long snap. Oh, I Can think I'd be a good long snapper. Mm. Feels like it or you are. 
Oh, I don't know. I haven't tried, but See, I feel like I could be. Maybe we need a long snapping long contest. Snap? I feel like I'd be good at it. Oh, so you, you feel like it? <laughs> oh, man, Henry, you may be... Uh... I feel like, at least with me, they would be like, well, he's got a nice wide base. Mm. But one thing they like... Your a... base. <laughs> <laughs> but then you also have to be the first one down there to catch the ball. Uh-huh. Like Bobenmoy. How much... How much do you think uh, Jake and Jacob Bobemoyer would beat all of us in a race? Or um, would he? I think I think I got him. If you got him, then the difference between like like it can't be that big of a difference. You Is know? Zach fast? We know that he's um, he has uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stamina. Mm, right. Mm, he's stamina. Yeah. But on punt team, that just doesn't help. No. No, it doesn't. And can you touch the long snapper now? Not while they're snapping it. But then right after? Yeah. See, I think that's where I lose this, is I think I'm down pretty pretty much right after. I don't think they'd have any interest in touching you, though. You don't think so? I, not, I mean, like, you're not really a what threat. What are you saying about me? It's not about you being attractive or unattractive. It's about you being a threat or not, and you're They're not a threat. They're just like, uh, he's not going to make the tackle. Oh, right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Like, let him go. <laughs> oh, this is good. Uh, okay. Uh, so let's let's start there. Who is the practice squad? Do the Broncos have the best practice squad in the NFL? Let's go through some names wow. right now. That's a tough question. Josh Johnson. Okay, got to be up there. He's got to be up there. Yeah, um, practice age. squad quarterback. Yes, yeah. and age. Uh, they they brought back McTelvin Ajim. Nice. He'd be up there. Yes. What do you know? Everyone they wanted back was back. <laughs> Everyone stopped panicking. Um, Natani Muti, another name that yeah. a lot of people panicked about. Yep. Like, that's another one who should be right up there with the best practice squad guards. Should be. Think about, this is a beautiful thing about the NFL, not to derail, but the fact that fans are like beside themselves over the 54th best player on the (laughs) roster not making it is so cool like think about this is like nuggets fans being like oh my god like i just don't know if we're gonna be able to get that guy to the rapid city or the grand Rapids. (laughs) like just uh, like that that last guy on the grand rapids gold we can't afford to lose him it's crazy nfl fans are crazy it's awesome yeah it 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 is. is really cool uh and none of these guys are probably going to have you win or lose a game? Nope. And people still care about him. Except for maybe Josh Johnson. Mm, maybe. We'll talk about him in just a second. So the rest <laughs> of the guys, Kendall Hinton. There Hall you go. Famer. That was probably the, the one that fans uh, were attached to the most. Probably yep. attached to, yep. First Hall of Famer on a practice squad. Ex- Gotta be. Exactly. Jaquan McMillan, they got him. Fayon Hicks, they were able to keep all of their draft picks on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kanai Mauga. Mauga. Yes, thank you. Uh, Divine uh, uh, Ozigbo, uh, Jonathan Harris, Quinn Bailey, Darius Shepard, and Jonathan Conner. <laughs> wow, you got those last few out pretty <laughs> quick. Thank you, thank um, you. Really quick, one thing that's not on the practice squad, f- on the full 53, our presenting sponsor, DraftKings. Hey. Hey. Wow. Hey. No one reminded me in the comments say, come on, guys, I need yeah, your I'm help. slacking in there. And make sure to use code DNVR over at the top right DraftKings Sportsbook. Boom. Yes. Great deals when you do so. Yeah. Um, okay. So, we got the practice squad set. Got the presenting sponsor. Got the presenting sponsor. <laughs> we got, got the three, three extra us. spots, which could be for the all three of us. Could wow. Be. I wonder if that's the plan. That would shut us up. 
It certainly was. They're want. sick of hearing <laughs> us talk. Jared is the one who reminded you yesterday. Today, he said, I thought you had it today, RK. Mm. Maybe I did, and we just all forgot again. Mm. That could be. No, uh, I just went back and listened, and you did not do oh, it. Ooh, wow. research for the production oh, team. Oh, production geez. team is dialed. Stepping it up. We also have a monitor again, so we can see your Love comments, it. which I is know. great. Love it. Who, uh, who's our practice squad? Like DNVR's yeah, practice squad? If we Jake? get plucked to be on their <laughs> practice squad, who's filling in? Well, I would say like the DNVR Broncos practice squad would be like if w- if all three of us got injured, who would step in? So right. it's like Andre is exactly. definitely Andre, on yeah. it. Jake, uh, Jake yep. Justin, other Ryan, Justin, Justin, RG. Other oh Ryan. RG, yeah, yeah. RG would wait. So yeah. our practice squad is bigger than our real squad. Spencer, it is. Yeah. Spencer, <laughs> Eric. Our practice squad is actually really deep. Some of them are actually just backups though. Like there's some that are, oh, you know, right. So it's like you have those. RG is definitely then. on the roster. Like he's been on enough yeah. times to say like he's a roster. Well, Andre for sure is. Yeah. He should be. He's trying to work his way off it. He hasn't been out here in <laughs> a year. I was going to say, when's the last time Andre was on? I think I did a show with him a couple months ago. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he showed you. up for camp. Usually they're rememberable. <laughs> memorable, not rememberable. Rememberable. Okay. Um, speaking of memorable, it's time to discuss the injuries. And if you remember, I I am out on anyone who doesn't practice in training camp. That worries me a lot. Some of these guys slowly snuck their way on. I don't know how to feel about it. Like I'm caught between a rock and a hard place because it's like I have to stick true to who I am. If you don't go to training camp, I don't trust you to play. Um, But did Billy Turner go to training camp? Nope. Didn't he? Wait, what didn't do you mean? he get a couple practices in? You know what I mean? Like, was there one? I think there was one. They, they didn't do everything. The, they snuck them all in at the very end, so I can't say that. It's like I a half practice. I actually don't think it was training camp either. I think that was oh. the, the preseason practices. Okay, that could be. Okay, so let's. let's so there was kind the of update? some in between with Billy there, and there was some in between with Billy today as well. Uh-oh. So when we talk about the side field. Uh, in practice we're talking about guys it means guys are injured Mm -hmm. they're either wearing pads but definitely not practicing they're not even wearing pads they're doing some conditioning work that's in one quick funny thing the first time i ever went to a broncos training camp practice not like as media like when i was younger um i saw there was people on that side field i was like oh that's the practice squad (laughs) 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 they had to practice off on their own and it would make sense they get like half a field yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) and uh, so there was there were some guys over there billy was not over there then there's guys on the normal field doing the normal practice Mm -hmm. and then there's literally 20 yards in between the two green belt where yes exactly a green belt where you walk in between both of them billy turner was by himself there we call that elway alley oh yeah mm. why is that no i'm just like that because that's where he stands he does between like the two fields there. no i'm talking about no no no. that i'm talking about even a third field the practice field yes yes which is oh and you're talking about the one in between the second practice field and the there's third like field? the big thing that stands up in there <laughs> yep. yeah that okay. they never use so it's not oh. even so a it's field. not LA alley no it, it's not LA. i know what you're talking about yeah it's yeah. not LA alley it's just this extra space and it's literally between the practice field or the side field yep. and the normal field. And that's where he was. And so I don't really know. It's this great middle ground yeah. of kind of where Billy Turner's at. And he was physically there today. And we don't know because before practice, Nathaniel Hackett said, yep, Billy Turner's going to practice today. Well, he said that before, and then Billy Turner hasn't practiced. And so today it was kind of this in-between. And we don't get to watch the full practice anymore now. So we don't know how much he participated. So to me, until he's 
fully on the field and he's a full participant day in and day out, I'm just not confident in it. And next week we'll get the full injury report, and I just expect him to be limited every day next week. And, of course, this is speculation, but I would say right now he's not going to play. Would you rather have limited Billy Turner, meaning like like his yes. the first time he practices is Wednesday? Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, then I think he plays. I think so too. And it, it, it is close. It is close. The tiebreaker for me is that this feels like a Nathaniel Hackett way to handle things. You know, in the same way that like you don't play the starters at all in the preseason. It's like, yeah, could Randy Gregory be out there? Ah, probably. We're not worried about it until a week or two before a season. We'll work him in then. Like, I think with all of these guys, there is, there's, they always say like, there's no rush. We don't want to, we want to give them their time to get back. There's really no rush with Nathaniel Hackett. Exactly. And I think George Payton has bought into that Mm -hmm. as well because George Payton said that Greg Dulcich could probably be back in a week or two, meaning he could even potentially play week one, but they just want to be very conservative with him. And they've mentioned multiple times now how they're playing for week 16, 17, Mm -hmm. 18 now in the season, not week one. Nathaniel Hackett mentioned that again today. George Payton even alluded to the Packers last year struggling in week one. They got blown out by the New Orleans Saints, but then they went on a nine-game streak. And George Mm -hmm. Payton kind of has that in the back of his mind of it's not about week one. So I actually think even unless he's like full go, the next three days that I don't, or the next week, I still don't think even if he's practicing that they're gonna they're gonna put him out there. They're gonna be conservative. They're gonna take the long route. I feel like there's two different scenarios happening here. There's the Greg Dulcich scenario where they're like, okay, he's hurt and we don't necessarily need him, and then there's the Billy Turner scenario, which is like he's hurt and we really need him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so it's like Dulcich, you're like, yeah, we'll see you when you when we see you. With Billy, it's like. We're just going to keep crossing our fingers and hope that he, you know, he feels better by week one. And I do think what's going to happen is they slowly, slowly work to him. The last practice, so I guess it'll be Friday. They'll practice on Friday that Saturday. week. Okay, sa- all right, Saturday. They'll practice on Saturday. I bet you we hear like Billy Turner was a full participant in the Saturday practice, uh, or maybe even Friday, and mm-hmm. then they play. I even think where it stands right now, if he's a full participant every day next week, he still doesn't play. Oh, wow. wow. We couldn't be further apart on this. Yeah. yeah, And and I see your reasoning, and I think it makes a lot of sense. They need Billy Turner a lot more than they need. Is my reasoning. Yes. No, and and, and that makes sense. I just think with everything they've done, they're going to be conservative and say, if we drop game one because we don't have Billy Turner, that's better than not having him for the final month of the season. Which is true. That is true. But at the same time, the... I don't know. We're playing for the end of the season. Sounds really good until you remember they've been a couple games out of the playoffs every year. Yeah. And you you can't let many go to waste before then either. Especially yeah. against Seattle. And these well, are the, you know, right. You got to yeah. win that game. That's one that you'll definitely want back come week 17. Yeah. These are the conversations that we'll never be privy to. Like no conversations are held um, closer to the vest than these ones, which is like, are they saying we can beat the Seahawks without Billy Turner? Yeah. And they'll, we'll never know. And are they? Or what would you think? I think they're saying the number one way we lose the Seahawks is if our offensive line can't protect. I agree, and that's the number one way we can ruin our number one investment. Yes. Is with, now, Russell Ooh. Wilson, of anyone, should be able to handle a weak offensive line. He's done it 
uh, for years out in Seattle. But you still don't want him to be facing that because the Seahawks know how to pressure him better than anyone. The Seahawks know how to get him down better than anyone. doesn't mean they're going to be able to do it, but they'll know the best way to do that. And that's just not something I asked Nathaniel Hackett about it today. Where does the right tackle position stand? Because Cam Fleming was the right tackle this past game. Calvin Anderson at left tackle. Yep. And he didn't really say, but I think they're thinking a little more about Cam Fleming. Mm-hmm. And that scares me because Cam Fleming, guys, was the fifth <laughs> option at right tackle for the Broncos this year. The fifth option. And so Calvin Anderson, maybe the third option, second option. But now that the fifth option's getting those reps, shows me how far Calvin Anderson's come down. The yeah. good news, though, is that the Seahawks are going to be running out Uchenna Nuosu and Daryl Taylor as their starters, probably. Maybe Boye Mafe. Again, like... Daryl okay. Taylor sounds like he was dope in the 80s. <laughs> yes, he <does. laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. But it's like hey, it, Billy Turner should be able to stop any of those guys. Cam Fleming should be able to to win some and lose some, which isn't what you want in that matchup, but it might be what you have to take. Well, and it means that you're just going to have to rely on Nathaniel Hackett and Justin Outen to put Eric Tomlinson exactly. out there on the right side, to put Eric Salbert to protect, to do more things to give that right side help. And if I were to guess, I would I would guess that the Seahawks are going to play contain on Russ. And so it's not necessarily going to be sacks that you have to worry about as much as it is like holding, you know, not allowing it to collapse in on him um, and just like forcing him to throw it away or, you know, whatever rushes passes. But I don't think you have to worry about like one-on-one full on bull rush, pass rush style stuff in most of the game. The teams that have success against Russell Wilson, uh, have a spy ready for him when he tries to run through the front of the pocket or, you know, mm-hmm. inside the tackles. And it might be most important in the running game, you know, especially yes. because I think the passing game, if if you get a league average passing game week one, I guess maybe you want a little bit better than that because you're playing the Seahawks. But if you, if you finish just outside the top 10 with your passing stats in week one, I think that's a pretty solid performance. Got new system, new coaches, you know, no Tim Patrick, you, you right tackle, whatever. I think you got to lean on the running game in this one. And if you can't run to the strong side of your line, that could be an issue. It really is. It really is scary. All right, what other in- injury updates do we have? All right, well, we have some other ones. One that popped up today was Albert O. Oh, for the love. He's now on the side field. Not the half side field. He was on the full side field. And don't know why, but remember, Alberto didn't play in this past preseason game when he was supposed to. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, you thought well, you drafted him because you thought he was going to play mm-hmm. well, in I the game. Well, I was lied to. Uh, you were lied to. Yes, we, we lied to you. And maybe we were lied to about why he wasn't playing yeah. in the game. Maybe yep. there was an injury before that game that's now holding him out today. <sighs> Shaking your head. No more, like... This happened, John Elway had such a bad habit of this, which is drafting guys with injury issues and hoping they just went away. And it's just like the list of guys who this happens with is is mind-blowing. And it's mostly John Elway guys, you know, all, going all the way back to KJ Hamler, Albert Okwebunam, going back to Jake Butt. It's just like, uh, you know, so many of these guys, it was, it's just like, you can't have a roster with this many of these guys on it because then you start to plan things and then you lose them and it's really it's annoying because you can get away with one of these you know you can take a flyer in the sixth round on one of these guys but i think that john elway as a gm was just like i can have unlimited of these flyers 
because they're late round draft picks. Like, you know, what, what, what do you have to worry about? The problem is you put those guys on your roster and then you start planning to have them and then you continue to lose them. Yeah, and at tight end, it, you mentioned Jake Butt earlier, now Albert O. What's his status going to be? Greg Dulcich, we know he's out for the first four weeks of the season. So you're going to be leaning on potentially Eric Saubert Let's and go. Eric Tomlinson. Oh, Boy, wouldn't that be a terrible this break for me. Man, uh, some but, pizza restaurant around here is going to know Zach's name soon. <laughs> I know. Hey, but speaking of Billy Turner, um, uh, maybe he doesn't play and I win that yeah, bet. That's true. That, yeah, that would and, be big uh, Maybe they sign a veteran quarterback to back up Russ, and it gets me out of that one, Henry. Yeah, I'd be surprised. <laughs> I'd be surprised. The fact that it didn't happen today, I think you're uh, looking good on that. I one. would be curious to know what the exact language of that bet was. Like, is it who wins the the number two job? I think it was who would be the backup. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, so I, would be, I, I would still I, be worried if I were Henry. I really like. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. I like that. I just, I, I'm pulling for Brett, but hey, if it can get me out of pizza bet. <laughs> yeah, your uh, career, <laughs> a pizza, one or the other. Speaking of pizza bets and things like that, let's go to our favorite segment. Uh, let's go. Formal apologies. <laughs> can I? Uh, the one thing I don't want to know is, so yesterday I said, I have a vision in my head for what how Zach learned that um, the Broncos didn't offer Sam Martin a pay cut. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. was that you received a text that was like, hey, I was just watching the show. Um, <laughs> RK's right, and you're wrong about this. How'd you know? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know the real story. That's the story in my head. Uh, well, you can keep it that way. But, I mean, what a crazy way for me to have to apologize <laughs> to you. I mean, I'm the one that ends up breaking the saying news. that I'm wrong about it. So, Ryan... I apologize. Oh, God. You were, you were right. Great segment. Great segment. <laughs> is that segment done now? That is done. Good, good, uh, good. We can get back to injury updates. <laughs> uh, and something that you have to keep an eye out when we're talking injuries is the DNVR bars injury is over. It's all <laughs> fixed up, and we open officially grand opening September 9th. I had to go under the knife. Oh, yeah, it did. It, yeah. I mean, a lot of knives, yeah. a lot of drills. It was uh, being destroyed, but now... It's pretty much there. And also, you can come by this Friday for a little CU Buffs action. Then Saturday morning to watch the CSU Rams. The bar is almost back. And this next week, this next month, this football season is going to be the place to be to watch the Broncos and to be at the new bar. It's so cool. Yes, you've got three chances to see it before the grand opening. This This Friday for the buffs this saturday morning for the rams and next thursday for uh the the nfl kickoff Mm. then the grand opening on friday again as i said yesterday if you're coming to one come to that one um it's going to be so 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 much fun yeah and jared saying uh the dnvr bar got scoped nothing to see here folks no, no, it, no it, it went under. It was a reconstructive I mean, surgery. Yeah, yeah it was big time. We're talking about uh, so much new stuff. That means there's a lot to Pins, see here. screws. And, and you want to be here to see it all. Yes. And speaking of seeing, there's a lot of things to see yep. when you're here. And speaking of seeing, you can see a lot of things if you go to game time. There we go. You can see a lot of sports. Um, I'm going to the Buffs game on Friday. Mm-hmm. Still don't have tickets. Going with Dre and his just the women in his life. Um, and we are going to get up there and buy some last minute tickets from game time. I actually got the notification today. Uh, let's see. Uh-oh, don't oh. tell Ryan how cheap they are. <sighs> the problem is I clicked on it. So the notification is in there, oh, but it sent me the, the notification saying the tickets for that game have dropped. I think it was 18% nice. in the last four days. 
They're going to keep dropping. They will. They're going to keep dropping. So that doesn't hurt your heart? No, it's going to be a huge crowd. Okay. Okay. It will be. Yeah. Remember, how do they get those game time tickets? I'm going to yeah. show it on the screen. By going to game time through our app. I mean, through our link. Damn it. There you go. Yeah. Uh, if so you just go. watching it right now. Yep. Just go down into the description here uh, in the YouTube where you are, and you'll be able to click on the link, go through there, and then that way they know that we sent you, which is a good thing for us right now. So we really appreciate that. Um, tickets as low as 110 right now for that uh, home opener against the Texans. That's pretty that's cheap. That's what it said, right? Oh, for the Broncos. Yeah, I was saying CU tickets for for because they're playing TCU, oh, which yeah. is the Texas team, <laughs> for 110. Oh, my goodness. Wow! Flash deals. Look, uh, two thirty-five. Look how swoop this is too. This is a great interface. Level one thirty-one. That's like my favorite. Two thirty-five for level one thirty-one, row thirty-eight on game time. That is legitimately. Wait, let me see it. Two people. Oh yeah, that's the best place you can sit in the entire stadium. There we go for two thirty-five. Yep, I love it. I'll take that. Like if I have to choose, I'll take that that spot. Thirty is like the perfect row too. Not too mm. close, not too far. Yep, get to see, you know, exactly how long. Huh? Oh, yeah, there it is. Like, you can watch the, maybe you go a little higher, but that's a great spot. Yeah, that is pretty good. And and uh, Jose saying uh, multiple women for Dre. Damn, he was talking about his wife and his daughter. Ah, uh, yeah. Henry yeah, Ryan, made to seem Henry them like. Uh, <laughs> mm, that's my, apparently Lucia is really excited to see the Buffalo. Oh, let's go. They're going to say to see you. I don't think. I don't think Lucia could even be more excited than me. Like, I don't think it's possible. Really? Yeah. And she's like a, a little girl who loves animals. Like, that's her thing. Oh, yeah. She really does. Dre so, says she knows I everything. I think I've got oh, her beat. you're even more excited. Yep, I've got her beat. To go see Ralphie. Ralphie yep. six? Ralphie five. Six. Ralphie six. I'm six. so excited to see how much AKA she's grown. Ember. 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 She's Is this her debut? No. No, last year, no, last year was, was her debut. But she was a baby. No, she's going to be like probably normal now. size. <laughs> no. uh, okay. So, yeah. Use game time through that link. It's actually sick. How about sports fan? And sports fan, um, <laughs> which obviously hosts our tailgates. And we love them for that. But one of the, my favorite things is like when you go to our tailgate, you go into sports fan if you have to use the restroom. And you just get to see all of the awesome stuff in there. Like mm-hmm. every time I go, I end up just making a lap and being like, wow, there's stuff here. That you just don't see at like the team store or anything like that. We actually have uh, some sweet stuff that they gave us um, to display here. Oh so, wow! Oh, she brought the whole box. That's a big actually. box. <laughs> Let's do it. This is this is how we're gonna do it. Just start handing me. Stuff. Oh wow! Unboxing. Unboxing. I love it. Just start handing me stuff. This is stuff that you know you can only oh, get. Baby. Oh baby! Sheesh! Broncos, Wait, but turn, baseball. Turn it, turn it around. They're actually really smart. That's dope. Um, because. They gave us all this in like medium and large, or else I would have we I would have just stole it all. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, sorry, the box never came. Oh, we don't get to keep it. I might take it. Oh, oh some Super Bowl Fifty Super shorts. Bowl Fifty shorts. Damn, these, these are, are really sick. cool. Those things. are good shorts. Again, stuff that you just don't see like no. in normal stores, like a blackout that has my name written all over it. If it wasn't a large, uh, <laughs> then there's like the oh, more. This one's really sick too. A little baseball jersey yeah. with the Super Bowl Fifty patch on. There. Yeah. And then this is probably my favorite. Like, if I had these. Wait, these wait, are... wait. Why is that your favorite? It's a little lighter blue than you would have wanted. Well, yeah, because it has the old school D. Mm. I mean, you can't get both of those <laughs> yet. Super Bowl 32. See, that's the color I'm talking about. Which is weird. Exactly. Uniforms. That's they, we weren't color. wearing these uniforms for Super Bowl 32, but we don't have to talk about that. No, we don't. Um, these are sick. I would wear these every day. Yep. See, that blue is so much better than that blue. 
It's a good blue. blue you're it's talking just, about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a agree. uniform blue. It's just new yep, uniform yep, blue. Yep, yep, Hank and I are on the same team there. Yeah, if, if you like losing. <laughs> wow. It's just the official blue of losing Super Bowls. That's not how that works. You're living in the past, Ryan. Just telling you. Oh, like, you got to be creative. You got to be forward thinking, uh, as our guy Damani Leach said. John yeah. Elway didn't run out on the field, look you're down, you're see what color the right, blue was, exactly. and say, like, oh, I guess I'm going to lose this one. Exactly. You're trying to be backward thinking. I'm trying to be forward thinking. I'm molding. No, you, what? You're the one talking about how you can't do the backward thing because it hurts you. No, you're trying to live in the past. I'm trying to live in the future. What's the future? You're saying you the want combination the same... of the D and the navy blue. That is. Isn't the that the past? No, it's a whole new. <laughs> it's a combination that's never been the used. The D before. has been used. That's the past. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need the D. We do. It's the only thing that represents Denver about the Broncos. And if you want to get the old school D, go to Sports Fan. Yes, exactly. Get, get it all. All right, another. Big injury update. Randy Gregory is fully cleared to practice, and he was out there today as a regular participant. So some good news on that front. A huge human. Oh, my gosh. Every time I see him, I'm just like, that guy is so big. The Seahawks offensive line's got to be scared hearing that news. Yeah, for sure. What? Poor Gino. Oh, there you go. Navy blue brought championships. Put put respect on the Somebody thing. finally agreed with Ryan. Finally <laughs> clicks on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why not? Did we did we not get Jared's comment on the screen I already? Know. Uh, Hank and Numbies are correct with their colors. Oh, thank thank you. Okay, oh, okay. 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 I asked. Okay. Just because you're not paying attention doesn't mean I'm not doing it. Behind the camera, because Ryan made it there. All right. Uh, Randy Gregory. That's huge. That's huge. Oh, yeah. He's going to be so good. I, I know that there's Hank's like the actually the things. number one Randy Gregory believer. The man's a freak. Well, and the other thing is like, again, I like I've I'm in my NFL podcast phase and we're not going to name names, but just when everybody talks no about it, it's, like, it's like all these nerds and they're just like, yeah, you know, all these pressure stats, all these, Randy Gregory should be so much better. And it's like, I know he's so good. You just need to convert to sex. And I think that it, it there's no reason it wouldn't happen. Well, the reason it wouldn't happen is it hasn't happened. Uh, and well, that. that when you have five seasons, four seasons in, mm-hmm. in the league so far, and you don't have more than six sacks in a season, that's the reason Ooh. to be scared. That's the reason to, to be skeptical of it. Uh, and that's a reason why I don't love the Malik Reed trade is Baron Browning has stepped up into that backup role. But the Broncos don't just need one backup. The Broncos are foolish if they think that Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory are going to play an entire year and play 17 games. There could be a point, and I'm touching wood, but just being realistic, there could Mm -hmm. absolutely be a point where you're missing both of those guys. And then so you're turning to Baron Browning. Wouldn't it be nice to have Malik Reed there? Now, I understand Broncos saved $2.5 million, but wait, I thought it wasn't about cap savings which George Payton be. told us yesterday um and so it was about upgrading a seventh to a sixth uh, for for a guy that it can absolutely step in uh and rush the passer effectively mm-hmm. I just I don't love that yeah it, to me it was one of those things where it's just like he's not really in our plans we like our depth enough we'll just take what we can get rather than not playing him and then not paying him you lose Jonathan Cooper if you don't make that move that's fine. Jonathan Cooper has done nothing this offseason. He, he hasn't this been. Season, yeah. He hasn't been in the Broncos' plans. And I liked mm-hmm. love what Jonathan Cooper did last year. But this new regime came in and said, they don't "Yeah, like him. yeah, we don't like you." They kept Aaron Patrick for special teams purposes, mm-hmm. but he's an outside linebacker spot. I just personally would have rather had Malik Reed. I definitely would. I mean, 
in the in the sense of the trade, you would definitely rather have Malik Reed than the sixth. I just don't hate the move because I just I get it. And yeah. it was about cap. Space. I've been pro trade Malik Reed since before camp, so I'll, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, you just you'd wish you'd got a little more value out of that. Yeah. That, yeah. What about just the sixth back? Right. Been nice. Yeah. The swap is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of Randy Gregory, I fully expect him to be out there week one. Yep. Me too. I'd be surprised if he isn't. All right. Is that the last injury update? We got two quick ones. Tyree Cleveland back today. Now, he's probably not going to have an impact as a wide receiver, but special teams, oh my gosh, we know how much they love him. He hasn't practiced for a month, and they still kept him on the team to to be a special teams player. I want to see one team just be like, this guy is just a special teams guy. Like, he doesn't even practice with the wide receivers. So, like, what Jacob Bumpmeyer. Yeah, exactly. He just hangs yeah. out with those guys. Yeah. But, like, he just stand there. Yeah, he just like he <laughs> like, all like all Brandon McManus and now Corliss Waitman do is just play catch for seventy five percent of practice. So you might as well have him like run a route instead. Uh, no, of play catch. I agree. I just I want to see a team be like, oh, like what position does he play? Special teams. It's like he's too valuable yes. on special teams yes. to risk oh, running wow. the seventh wow. wide receiver route. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's essentially what they've done with Tyreek Cleveland, which is just crazy. Now, obviously, he is practicing with the wide receivers. It's not that extreme, but that is just how much they love him. On top of the fact that Nathaniel Hackett publicly called him out when he got injured for not knowing the stuff on offense. Yep. And then so. That just shows you how much not only Dwayne Stooks loves him, but how much of a voice Dwayne Stooks had. And, and I think I said this in our earlier pod. I think in the first year, with all your new coaches, you're a new coach, they're new coaches, you give them a couple. You know, you get a couple free passes. And I think Dwayne Stooks totally used his on um, Tyree Cleveland and Corliss Waitman. And, and I, Aaron Patrick. And Aaron Patrick. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, essentially, you get it right. Those guys go and ball for you special teams. You get your cards back next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't, then you're out. You know, completely you lose agree. trust. Yep, mm-hmm. completely agree. Uh, and then one more, KJ Hamler. Uh, he is all good after the game, after practicing. Do you expect him to be full go week one? We didn't even get like, a, he's a little sore. Nothing, Thank which God. is great. Yep. Thank God. He's a little sore. It's code for it did not right. go to play it. What we got was he's fearless. Oh. And we certainly saw that. Yes. Yes, we did. I was fearful when he took that hit yes me too uh so who's the most important of all these players we've talked about to me it's really really easy i think so too billy turner yep i completely agree i think it has to be i think like the defense is going to be good the defense is going to be just fine at the very least against the seahawks the offense like it's new it'd be nice to just have your best line i look at it this way and this is a very i don't know like a madden or something way of looking at it like if, for whatever reason, Randy Gregory couldn't play, which it doesn't sound like it's happening, I would be like, oh, sick, like more Baron Browning snaps. Mm. <laughs> no one is saying like, oh, sick, more Calvin Anderson right. snaps. No, yeah. cer- certainly not. If they were playing the Chiefs, I would really think long and hard about Randy Gregory. Totally. Or if they were playing the Chargers, or if they were playing a team with a really good quarterback that you wanted to and felt like you had to get pressure after. Yeah. Geno Smith. Guys, I mean, Bradley Chubb can take this game off. Baron Browning can take this game off. The Broncos should be able to beat the Seahawks without Randy Gregory. And it's going to be great that they have him. Uh, But Mm -hmm. what they have to do is protect Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And what I think will happen is it's not, you know, we we think about things a lot of times in black and white when it comes to football. Um, And coach, I'm sure coaches hate it. So, like, 
what happens is it's not really like Calvin Anderson has to hold up. It's more they have to give him help. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's what like coaches hate is, okay, well, now we got to keep someone in. Like Eric Tomlinson has to play a lot more than we want him to because we got to keep someone in on that side right. um, to help to help Calvin Anderson because we don't trust him. Because I don't think, especially with the franchise quarterback, you're willing to take the risks of, we'll just see what happens with Calvin out there. Like you're like, okay, well, we're taking someone out of the route, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what I just saw when you were when you were talking about that situation? All I could see was a push pizza bet. Calvin Anderson at right tackle with Eric Tomlinson next uh, to him. <laughs> uh, no one likes a pizza push, but we did <laughs> we did make a rule. If that happens, it's not no, it's not all pizzas are off. It's, it's one, bo- one. Each of us have to go and buy each other a pizza. <laughs> okay, there we go. We eat it together. Good. Um, who's number two? Is it Randy Gregory? For week one specifically, not just like who's the best player on the team. Is it KJ Hamler, Tyree Cleveland, Albert O? Albert O. Really? Mm. Yeah. Because without him, you have no dynamics in in the passing game with your tight end. And I got to say, Eric's Albert, the first week, two weeks maybe of training camp, was the best receiving tight end. He was all over the field. He was maybe one of the most productive receivers on the field. He's done nothing about the past month or the past couple of weeks. He did have some nice catches in the preseason. How many, though? I don't know, four to six. Four to six with, well, obviously not with Russell Wilson. Um, I just just think he's fallen off in terms of that. So I do see your case for for Albert O there. And I, you know, I I hope Henry's totally right about Randy Gregory. I'm in in big question mark mode until I see it on the field. (laughs) Whereas, like, I. I know what Albert is compared to those other guys, which is an actual mismatch. Eric Tomlinson, I guess he's a size mismatch, but that really doesn't apply uh, much in the passing game. Hey, he got two passes this past week. He did. He looked great. <laughs> he did have a chance to maybe like score a touchdown if he didn't just run right into a guy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, you know, Eric Salbert is just your ultimate run-of-the-mill, like, Solid at everything. 70 overall in Madden. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, 70 run blockers. I, I don't even think that's schedule. probably what he what he gets in Madden. I'm no, sure I think he's he was like under, 66 yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't do anything for me. Like, if that's the case and you don't have Albert O week one, I'm just like, okay, well, there goes your entire production from the tight end group uh, for, in the passing game. So maybe you're coming out in two tight end sets and you're just like running heavily and going off play action. Max protecting when you come off of play action. Jerry and Cortland are out there running routes. I don't hate it, but it it completely takes away your your ability to to match up and cause problems from the tight end position. It's, at, it's yeah. fair. At the same time, if you don't have Billy Turner, you're worried about running the football. If you plug Albert O in right next to Calvin Anderson. All of yeah. a sudden, you're just running the other way, and so there, there's yeah. a part of me that thinks like, yeah, this is. I don't. I I am curious how much Alberto is even going to be on the field if if he is healthy. You mm-hmm. know, it's a little bit different without Dulcich, but I think there's a, at least as many plays without him as there are with him, and because of that, I think that not having him is probably not that big of a loss at this point. A loss, but not a massive loss. When Greg Dulcich was drafted, what was your hype meter, your Greg Dulcich hype meter at? It was not very high, personally. So, five? Six? Yeah, Yeah, sure. You? A little higher? Six, six and a half. Okay. I saw what he did to Colorado. Yeah, I think I was at six. And I think the next day, I watched some film, I got up to seven. Yeah. 
I'm at a zero. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair that this is a guy who tried to come back from a hamstring injury and tweaked it again, and he's just he hasn't been able to practice. And when mm-hmm. a rookie's not able to practice for pretty much the entire training camp, that sets them back so, so much more than a veteran. And tight ends already struggle early on. You know, there's so much that they have yes. to be able to do. Like, there's a good chance. We had to pound that drum, I don't know, a million times mm-hmm. about Noah Fant. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when, when Greg Dulcich plays his first game, do you think he's significantly better blocker than Albert O, about the same? What, what do you think? About a little same. bit better. Yeah, I, I, I right there, probably right in between you. Like, maybe a little bit better. And then on top of that, as a receiver, it's like, is he... Like what? What really is he? We haven't seen anything. Like he hasn't gone against NFL defenses. He hasn't tried to separate from you know Pat Sertan all camp, Kwan Williams all camp. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm nervous about that one. Alberto should absolutely be a better receiver than Greg Dulcich you this year with the mm-hmm. setback that Greg Dulcich has had on top of being a rookie. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but it's again, you don't practice. I'm just like, what can I possibly expect from you? Yeah. Then you're a rookie. At tight end. It's like you don't he didn't even get the, the luxury of like feeling the speed of the game right. in the preseason or you know against the Cowboys in joint practice. Like I guess I can put my hype meter at a one because of that one touchdown he scored in the one day that he practiced, yeah, yeah. which was a really nice play by him to sit down while the you know the t- while the flow was going against it. Um, but it's a shame. It, you know, he was the the one I thought they kind of seemed most excited about when they picked him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Certainly Nathaniel Hackett. And I guess let's finish this segment there. Who is now the most, uh, the the rookie they're most excited about? Montrell. Number one in the rookie draft that without, we did. Without a doubt. Yeah. It, yeah. It's Montrell. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Credit to Montrell more than anything because – you know, I, I think I, I owe him a formal apology because mm, um, I wow. you can bring up the graphic alley. Uh, formal apology to uh, usually these are going to go to each other, but this one goes to <laughs> Montreal, Washington. I well, we need the sorry over Ryan's no, head for that's this one. permanently on <laughs> you. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, I I vastly underestimated him he, uh, from an offensive perspective. I remember people asking like, "Hey, is this KJ Hamler insurance?" And I was like, "No, it's purely a returner." And he's more than that. So I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry, Montreal. This formal apology isn't coming from me. It's coming from the Denver Broncos. Yeah. They had no idea that he was going mm-hmm. to be such a dynamic receiver year one. They drafted him purely to be a returner. They, they've even admitted that over this past uh, this past month. And just so you're right, it is just all a credit to Montreal. And as for rookie hype, there was an opportunity for one player to grab a ton of hype from me. I mean, I would have been bouncing off the walls excited for this guy. On pins and needles. But Nick Benito didn't change his number to 11. <laughs> uh, uh, no, he did not. What Josh is Johnson going kept on? To that. How? Yeah. He wants a long snapper number. I'm so hurt by this. <laughs> he I had mean, a chance to be double ones, which would have looked really cool as a pass mm-hmm. rusher. But instead, he, he stuck with a long snapper. I wonder if he could even take it from Josh Johnson, though. He could have. Josh During was that, gone. During that period, he uh, wasn't on the I team. I guess that's yep. true. I could see George Payton being like, hey, look, we're bringing him back Don't tomorrow. do yeah. Don't take his number. But from what you said earlier about, uh, or, or didn't he say he didn't care what number he had? Yes. So it, he probably never had to go to George Payton or Nathaniel Hackett or the equipment staff and say, I want it. Yep. It sucks so much. I tagged him in a tweet. <laughs> I, I, told everyone, I told everyone to tag 
re-tag him in the comments of my tweet, and a bunch of people <laughs> did. So I know he saw it yesterday. Yeah, and Michael Parsons, number 11, as uh, Dr. Van Nostrand oh, said. <laughs> yeah. 42. Maybe, he, Remember just, maybe this. Just, he just wants to be the best 42 pass rusher in the NFL. I hope I'm wrong about this, but I will remember this moment. Oh, you will. When if. Nick Benito is playing for another team. <laughs> wow. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. That is tough. But what's not tough is getting $200 in free bets over at DraftKings Sportsbook by placing a $5 bet on any NFL team. Win or lose, doesn't matter. You get $200 free dollars in your account, and there's no better time to sign up and get eight $25 free bets in your account than right now because you'll get $825 bets to use on any NFL game, any college game. We've got a full slate of college ball coming up this weekend. Got a full slate of NFL ball the following weekend. I can't wait, and there's no better way to enjoy football being back than over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this offer. That's promo code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. You said no better way to enjoy the return of football than with DraftKings Sportsbook, which I agree with, but it pairs so well with Mile High City Sliders, mm. who we are going to have at tailgates this year. And if you haven't come to one yet, you got to come to week two against the Texans. In fact, get your tickets. They're already selling. Um, like I said, there's a, mem- a special member price, um, which you can get via the DNVR website. Mm. So go to there. Um, and it's going to be so great to have these Mile High City sliders. Um, they have the jalapeno popper uh, one, Zach. Jalapeno popper? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. jalapeno popper, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is fantastic. I also love the drunken meatball, which is chicken sausage, feta cheese, uh, marinara mm. sauce. It is so good. And like I said the other day, sliders are the perfect tailgate food. So perfect. Especially for our tailgate where like... It's not like uh, like uh, my parents for the Buffs game have like a pretty bougie tailgate. Like they yeah. they make like fancy food and like stuff that you might want to like sit down and use a knife and fork for. But like our tailgate is like a let's drink and play bags yeah. and beer pong and all that. You're just trying to stand up. So you get your little boat, you get your sliders, you eat them. Delicious. And you can have Smile High City sliders at your event when you call 720-375-3464. The perfect food truck food, the perfect tailgate food. Ask for Dominic when you call our friends at Mile High City Sliders. There we go. And Jose may be pointing out a reason for you not to like the number 11, Ryan. Bradley Van Pelt's number was 11. I, I love a number that um, a Ram fails in. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. You could twist 11 however you want to. Yes, I can. <laughs> also, 11 is my personal favorite number. Oh, wow. 11. So that, oh, okay. that makes it yeah. me like even more tied to this. Yeah, there you go. And now it's just wasting away on the practice squad. You know what? I was feeling so confident about Buffs plus 13 this week <laughs> uh, because being here. And then I go out to Broncos, and everyone there is saying, oh, I smashed TCU minus 13. It's the easiest line ever. Classic Denver media just, like, piling on the buff. So, yeah. whoa, whoa, this sucks. Whoa, whoa. I bet DMAC was in on that. Actually, no, he, he wasn't no. there. It was uh, it was actually a bunch of out-of-state. Like, they work here, but for, are from out-of-state. Classic out-of-staters. Yeah. These yeah. transplants, yeah. man. They, come in here. They, they don't know exactly how bad CU is. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that bad. All I know, Friday night under the lights, home dog. I like that across college football. Plus 380? I don't even, plus 400 now. Plus 400. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps climbing. It's the same as the Rapids to win tonight on the road in Nashville, which is kind of shocking because the Rapids are like 
a fringe playoff team, and so is Nashville. Mm. But they suck on the road. And they're really plus bad. like that plus four hundred to win. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, I, I took the draw, which was plus three hundred. Okay, well, there you best go. Best wow. bet in sports. I love it. Great the draw bet. in soccer. The worst bet, and no. maybe it's statistically the <laughs> well, best bet. That is the worst <laughs> bet you could do. Think Every this, soccer though. game ties. I know, but you can't be cheering for a tie in sports. What's fun about this is when nothing is happening, you're winning. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. And like the beginning of the game, like it, it's probably not going to end in a 0 0 tie. But the beginning of the game, when they're just kicking it around, yeah. no one's yeah. doing anything, you're yeah. like, wow, this is great for my bet. <laughs> yeah. Especially in soccer, where it's just like half the time they stand there. Like, yeah, it was, was like standing say. there with the ball. It's just like, yeah, yeah. just stand there. Keep yeah. standing there. I'm not going to stand for uh, soccer slander because okay. I love. Um, the U.S. national team. I cannot wait for the mm. World Cup. Can um, you name me a couple players? Uh, yeah. Um, what? Yeah, Aronson. He's sick. First name um, or Christian last name? Christian Pulisic. He's sick. Okay, you got one um, one first full or one full name. There's um. Anyways, big U.S. national. <laughs> the women's <laughs> national team is amazing. So yeah, yeah no, that's true. That, that I could probably sure. name more of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said two. You Aronson. I think it's. <laughs> Brian? Brian Aronson? Feels right. Anyone? Aronson could be wrong for all I know. Either no, way, it's did, definitely did, Aronson. Yeah, he, he could have just rolled off 17 names, and Hank, you and I would have had no <laughs> Yeah, I know. He just had to be confident. <laughs> yeah. Aronson, Aronson plays for Leeds United. Is it Aronson well, or Aronson? Aronson. Okay. Mm. Seems like you're kind of hedging there. No uh, one in the comments. <laughs> no one's here to help me out. No soccer slander in front of this guy. <laughs> all <right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so close. Uh, Brian. <laughs> that's my guy right there oh yeah oh, clearly <laughs> no i'm a i'm a christian pulisic guy mm, big oh, wow time. yeah yeah hot take huge i know i, I I'm like a big the, uh, tom brady i guy. like the under the radar <laughs> kind of guys i have some strong feelings towards lebron i do mm. I have some strong feelings yeah towards probably yeah. negative feelings yeah um Anyways, did we get everything we need here? Yeah, speaking of our guys, should we, our guys and gals, should we hey, hop into the comment section? Let's do it. Do we have any super chats? Nope. First Weak. one coming in on the website from Dohoy says, third time trying to comment thanks to RK explaining how to do it. Glad to finally be a member, which everyone should be. Coming home from my opener from Saint or Salt Lake City, which will be my first Broncos game and NFL game. Already got my bus and tailgate tickets. Can't freaking wait. Just wondering what players we might add after the rest of the league cuts down to 53. Also, what position group do you think will be the surprise of the season? Sorry, it was such a long comment. The next one will be shorter. Thanks for the content. Well, we love it. We got gotcha, you, and welcome to the fam. And uh, I guess something we didn't talk about, Broncos didn't claim anyone. And none of the players that the Broncos cut were claimed as well. Yep. Yeah. There's the questions a little outdated. Yeah, it, it is. So the Broncos will not add anyone from, yeah. from someone else. And we talk about this every year, but then other people kind of blow it out of proportion. Say, oh, my gosh, everyone's going to take every Broncos receiver that they mm-hmm. cut. No, everyone wants to keep their own guys for the most part. That's why 13 or more of the guys on the Broncos practice squad are going to be the guys that were on their team. Wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being all 16 uh, guys that were on uh, that are on their practice squad were on their team before, and the Broncos didn't claim anyone. The, yeah. There were 33 waiver claims, so about one a team. And the Broncos it's were not, not one of them. Yep. The the Bears were all over it. They got everyone. They yeah. have no players. They they, they're terrible. Yeah, they Oof. claimed seven players. Well, they were awarded seven players. That is huge. And we actually did just get a super chat coming in from Cody W. says, 
Now you got a super chat. Let's go. Uh, love That's it, Cody. Super. Uh, next one is from Bronco Oilers. New uniform take. I mm-hmm. like reading Bronco Oilers uh, comments because he's like really dialed in on grammar. Mm-hmm. Makes it really easy to read. Yeah. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Leach says that they want to be forward-thinking while honor Mr. Hyphen there while yes. honoring our history and acknowledging that we've won three Super Bowls with this current jersey. The color rush jerseys check all the boxes. Modernizes the look with a simpler, cleaner style. Reintroduces the classic design of the orange crush days and keeps the orange and navy of the championship years. It's also pretty low risk because they already sell well and are popular with fans. I know some people want to return to the old school D logo, but the Broncos currently have one of the best brands in the NFL. Not true. It'd be throwing out the baby with the bathwater if we were to change the logo and the color scheme. But the logo is changed on the color rush jerseys. It's the D. Yes. Yeah. Um, Just because the uniform styling is outdated. Take color rush helmet and jersey. That includes a D. Uh, Swap out the retro logo with the current one. Reverse the colors on the pants to make them white pants with navy and orange striping done you're welcome walton pender you got everything right except for that logo well tweak that blue where you lost me bronco oilers is is where you said it's a low risk move one of the things that uh uh that uh damani leach said was you gotta take risks and sometimes they're gonna hit sometimes they're not he was talking about uniforms that then he transitioned right into uniforms right please don't take any risks Uh, so (laughs) connecting one and two potentially some risks there uh, and said you got to be forward-thinking. Again, I think this is too backward-thinking for them. I think it's too connected. Look at, like, Russ's good man brand. Simple, lovely, just perfect. all white is what you want? Just <laughs> don't try to do anything. You know, be like Russ. Don't try to be flashy or this, that. Just stick with the, you know, the standard stuff. The, Wearing the, all white's pretty flashy. It, but it's simple. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll see. I don't Although know. he did go with that double-breasted suit jacket that one time. He did. He did. Stick, yeah. stick with simple. Yeah, stick it to simple. <laughs> I, I just you got to have the D. I, I know um, we have a lot of listeners that aren't necessarily based in Denver, but for me, it's the only thing about the Broncos brand that would connect the team to Denver. The current team, you could take them and put them anywhere in the world for any team for any city and you it wouldn't make any difference i'm not a big jersey or brand guy i don't really care but one of the things i would like is a d do we all agree on that i, I would love a d love the d <laughs> all right bronco there again says also forgot to add having all white away jerseys in that style like the bills ones and the niners alternates would go hard like we do why why wouldn't we just say like the broncos right now because they they have like the stripes down the side instead of like the little stripes there you know Oh, I mean, yeah, I like the the new, like, more simple stripes for sure. But the, they do have all-white uh, away yeah. uniforms. I think it's about, like, having the little stripes that the Color Rush have. You know? Like, there's the two that go right there. Uh-huh. The, like, the Bills and the Niners have. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah. enough. I, I think the Niners have white. three stripes. I cannot speak to that. <laughs> Melbourne Bronco with a very unnecessary comment says, my boys, let's hope Zach has apologized earlier in this podcast. Good unnecessary. Job, and while it's sad for Kendall Hinton and Malik Reed, but we have bigger fish to fry. The roster is set. And in 11 days, Russ rides. Let's effing go. Kendall Hinton's back. He said 11, which made me sad. Oh. Mm, yeah, that is sad. Sheriff Pikey. Uh, hey guys, great coverage and input on the roster. I was surprised to see Hinton release, but hey, and how could I trust? I want to announce my excitement to come up from South Texas for the home opener against the Texans. Hey. Uh, since this is Wild Broncos' first home game, we went all out with the great stadium seats, the VIP tailgate game and game and bus tickets, and an Airbnb blocks from the bar. That is sick. 
Um, this will be our first time visiting the DNVR bar, a trip I've been looking forward to since 2020. Y'all have any top food suggestions? It's a great question, Ryan. Mm. Do we know the menu yet? I know a couple things about the menu. Ooh. Okay, are um, there spoilers or no? I'll spoil one thing, which is the thing I'm most excited about. They're called the Avalanche Nachos. Okay. And the way they're constructed, they're built in like this can upside down. Then when you order them, they bring the can and they flip it over onto your plate and then lift it up. And it's like the chips are the mountain and the cheese is an avalanche coming down the sides wow. of the And they have said they're adding extra cheese to make it a real it's avalanche. More, more avalanche Oh, sign Good. me up. Yes, so that one I'm very excited yeah, about. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, what about other places to get food? Um, we always talk about Uncle. Ooh, there's that Jimmy John's like a block away. Oh, my God. Ooh, Never my. take, <laughs> take food advice from Henry or you'll be eating advice. Lunchables. And <laughs> didn't realize you guys are such big Subway fans. <laughs> I would take Subway over Jimmy John's. No, that I specific had Jimmy John's either in long time. That Jimmy Wait, John's what's... sketchy. That specific Jimmy John's sucks. Uh oh. No, oh, yeah. that's a shame. Jimmy John's is all based on where you order it. Huh, huh. Yep. I thought it's just about the way the mayonnaise combines with the bread. Nope, nope. The huh. like, if you went to a Jimmy John's in Boulder, probably really good stuff. Speaking of Boulder, okay. good stuff. I went to the sink for the very first time oh. uh, about 10 days ago. Classic. What were you doing in Boulder? Classic. Um, we went hiking. Oh, yeah, yeah. could have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> Should have told me. I, you know, I would have had them roll out the red carpet for oh, you. I bet you did that. Uh, what, what a cool place. Yeah. I mean, I know it's a, an, an institution there, but uh, really cool. What'd you order? Um, we got, uh, actually we got sliders. We, we split, we split some appetizers. So sliders is one of them. Zach's like, we split one slider. <laughs> Great. Wait, you have to give more food recommendations. Okay. Uncle. Um, my brother's bar. My brother's bar. It's called bar. my brother's bar. Uncle. Um, where else? Like, oh, uh, of course the DMVR bar. Um, I'm, we went to hop alley recently. It was the second mm. time I've been there. It's actually owned by the same people as uncle. So it makes sense that I love it. Um, but I've been craving it like every every day ever since. Mm. Um, the Illegal pe- oh. la la z g is what it's called on mm. the menu, and it's like this spicy chicken. It's so spicy, and yeah, I think me. there might be like something addictive about it because I haven't stopped thinking about it, and that was like a month ago. With you saying wow. it's so spicy, that scares me. Oh yeah, we had to ask for it. Big yeah, time. we got yeah. our yeah. spice on the, on the side. Well, the Allie side. actually asked for light spice. Then I had one bite, and I was like, "Hey, can you bring me that spice <laughs> that you put on there so I can just dip my chicken in <laughs> oh, it?" Oh no, um, Mr. Oso is a fun taco place. Oh, um, um, sushi den. Yeah, um, oh, illegal pizza is a good quick like pizza, yeah. a good place fun to spend. go. Yeah. Very fun. Um, is there a lot of fun? Henry, got any more uh, restaurants? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think I am? Like, I'm just seeing that restaurants all over? No. Because McDonald's would be one for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We do have some good McDonald's. Oh, t- someone in the comments said Chiba Hut. Chiba Hut is uh, definitely yeah. good. No, no. If you're getting a sandwich, go to Snarf's. Mm, Snarf's, Snarf's yes. is good. Snarf's mm. is the way to go. But if there's only a Chiba Hut around, Chiba Hut is good. But if you're around here, there is a Snarf's around. <laughs> Ooh, there's that bagel place where everybody waits for an hour. Don't go there. Rosenberg's. Rosenberg's. Oh, yeah, don't go there. Well, I mean, it's an average bagel for an hour wait. Mm. I don't. I don't like talking down on any businesses. Not like they need the extra help. But That's true. Um, there are better. There's a better bagel, Leroy's. Mm, never heard of it. Huh. Okay. You gotta go into the Highlands, but it's All right. Fine. There yeah. we go. I love it. Also, Hank nailed the mayo and bread comment. Thank you, Brandon. That's what it's all about. These are my people. And well, their bread isn't very good. Comment. I thought uh, they were known for their bread. 
Jimmy John's? Yeah. See, yeah, they are, one. but that specific one <laughs> doesn't put the TLC necessary to make good bread. Yeah, okay. I will, I, I'll have to take your word. All right, Big Tony says, My boys, yes, my dollar store cornhole boards comment was a clack back at a Twitter troll. They've been playing great for me. Beat Mark Mosier and his stepson the other day. Mm-hmm. It was a good dub. Uh, anyways, on to more important things. I believe I'm owed a formal apology for correctly predicting that Rippon would ball out versus the Vikings and win the backup jug when you all were already convinced it was Josh Johnson's. Formal apologies can only... No, I'm just kidding. We apologize. <laughs> apologize. Uh, we're we're going to be we're gonna be doing too many formal apologies if we're giving them out for every wrong take we have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't underestimate my excitement that double Uno is now... Oh, don't even do this to me. Oh, I'm skipping sad, that part. Sad, One more thing. Sad. I was dying yesterday when RK was talking about how a fan at training camp said Kendall Hinton was better than Jerry Judy. And I also heard many outlandish comments by the Facebook fans who were sitting among me on the hill. Gotta mm. love them. No question today, Big Tony speaking of our favorite people over at facebook um yesterday we posted the malik reed trade graphic on facebook and it said malik reed seventh round pick and then it has like the trade sign the swap yep and then it says sixth round pick so like one thing is coming from one side it's going to the other side they're swapping that's how a trade (laughs) works um in i swear to you 99 percent of the people in the comments were saying how could you trade this guy for only a seventh round pick and i was like how do you not see the what they think the sixth round pick was doing there just chilling i i I don't even think they saw it like they just look straight down like malik reed then they see seventh round pick and then they just just got mad yikes yikes Speaking of formal apologies, Big Hangstand says, I'd like to formally apologize to Bradley Chubb for for suggesting that he be traded at his highest possible value. I'll be happy to see 14 sacks instead and then just tag him next year. In you all's expert opinion, do you think that the hack will keep the offense frozen in French vanilla stage in the first two contests as the team faces, but a few rosters full of paper tigers? Might he save his real cooking for week three against those Bay City jack wagons? And if so, how vile and putrid will Broncos Facebook become (laughs) calling for firings, etc.? Also, to all you all on the chat, Get Twitter. Love <laughs> Stanislaus University. Okay. Um, so, no. Hackett was already in his bag for preseason game number three. Yeah, um, he was. Like, he was calling legitimate stuff out there. So, I do not expect him to be vanilla. In fact, I might expect him to overshare. But this is a guy who once charted 15,000 plays or whatever it was. I think he's got enough in the bag that he can just keep getting bringing in new stuff every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expect to see... Uh, everything out week one and week two yep um what was the other part of this a formal apology to bradley chubb 14 Mm -hmm. sacks yeah i wasn't thinking about that one i don't know frozen french vanilla oh get twitter someone in comment was like telling people to get twitter is like telling people to get google like it's just a website and i was like no, it's not. I no. mean, it can be accessed through Mm. a website but it's definitely known for being an app i got twitter in 2009 so, I mean, I definitely got it, you know? I think I did, too. Me and Dre actually went through this the other day, and he had it, He got it before me, which was kind of surprising. If I got it oh, before I got it you, 2011. I'd be very surprised. Wow. Janu- I, I was January 2011. Damn, you old. So, if we go newbies. followers per day spent on Twitter, I might uh, actually have more than you. <laughs> I am May 2009. Yeah. You're May 2009 as well? No, I am not. Oh. I didn't use Twitter 
probably until 2015. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I've had it. Twitter came around when I was in high school so it was really like so many people had different accounts so my like work Twitter has mm. been since 2015 mm. yeah yeah I had, a, had a burner account <laughs> no I had a regular high school account that had a lot of high school things. girl a lot of angry about the like anger about the eagles and then maybe some subtweets throughout there huh. some drama in our oh, high school no. Mina Kime said the eagles might have a top three roster in Woo-hoo. the NFL Wow, they've been yeah. They're, Making moves. The Eagles hype is crazy. Like there's it other people I was hearing is. today saying is. like, the like I can't remember. Oh, they. Well, we know the Cowboys suck. So they're talking about some team saying like, yeah, you know, they look like a Super Bowl team when you look through like the second row of their depth chart. There's good players. It's just like the Eagles. It's like what? That's the Eagles roster now. That's what we think. I guess so. I mean, they were able to just like dispose of Alex Singleton, who was a big player for them last year. So yeah. they must have a lot of depth. All comes down to Jalen. Yep, it, it does. does. I believe in Jalen. Uh, Nash Bronco says, hey, guys, regarding the special teams, personally, I'm glad Stukes got his guys. I have a feeling Green Bay's special teams woes in the playoffs last year had something to do with Hackett's willingness to give up some premium spots on the two main units for guys who can majorly contribute in that phase. While the margin for error is not uh, not as razor thin as it's been in the past few years, being able to have that confidence in the phase of the game can only help the team, right? Yeah, someone earlier asked what position group could be the most surprising, and I was going to say this doesn't really count, but I was going to say special teams. I think the Broncos might have a really good special teams this year. Mm, we've mm-hmm. seen flashes of that so far. Yep. Yep. Just the potential for returns is what takes it over the top. Totally. Nobody's going to notice, like, ah, their kick coverage sure has been good. They're not going to have to cover any kicks. Just kick them out of the end zone. <laughs> that is true. Um, J Pat SoCal Bronco finishes off and says, How many numbies would it take to take down 32 Janos? Not as many as you These- think. <laughs> two <laughs> two unlimited one high and one low oh to bring down the 32 janos <laughs> so you're saying oh just 64 <laughs> oh my goodness yeah 64 i think if like the mm. 32 janos locked arms and just ran they would just be able to mow down 64's <laughs> numbies that and- is true wow. so if we're talking 32 at one time quadruple so it's 128. So the first two lines of defense just get mowed over. Then the next <laughs> yeah. two get to jump in. And then they're yeah, and then they're kind of uh, falling down. I think I think so. Yeah, you just go. have to get them to the ground, right, to bring down. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, not like kill or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to kill Jano. So if you take one of the Janos out, do the do all the Zacks who took that Jano out get to move on to another Jano? Yes, if they're still around. Yeah. So maybe you wind up with like. But how did the Zacks yeah. get eliminated? Like just they That's quit? the thing. Uh whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not quitting. They may break some some things. Although gotta say I never broke anything in my life, so that may help. Let's me. touch wood when Yeah. Oh yeah. There's yeah, a whole Reddit about this. Have we talked about that on this show? Oh yeah, yeah. no broken bones. And then if you break something, you get like just humiliated. Get shunned and out, out of the group. That's so good. It's a great yeah, that's a great bit. So are you in that? Yeah, yeah. Henry, are you in it? Would you be in it? I've only broken the cartilage nope. of my nose. Oh. So I don't think Wait, I don't think you can break cartilage? Yeah. Most broken noses are the cartilage. That's what uh, Tyree Cl- happened to Tyree Cleveland. He broke the cartil- cartilage in his throat. Oh. So he kind of broke his throat Ugh, yeah. in a way. Jeez. You're saying like yeah. it hurt to talk for a couple days. Uh, Which I'm, like, of I course. I think he's lucky that it was only a couple days. Remember there was that USC guy who like dropped a yeah. bench bar on his throat and like couldn't Ugh. talk Almost for died. like. Yeah. Yeah, that... Oh, don't touch that my throat. So also, terrible. then, um, after watching the Manti Teo thing, I started thinking about the Josh Shaw story. That was a good one. 
remember that one no um, it was like he said he broke both of his ankles jumping out of the second story uh, building to like save his drowning niece out of a pool oh my god and everyone was like wow that's oh, incredible and then it came out he's like running from the police oh my god <laughs> Wow. Yikes. Yeah, brutal. Anyways, he says, it'd be interesting if they were able to have both backup QBs as Josh Johnson were not subject to waivers. Um, I don't know if a team would have grabbed Josh or if two backups really matter, but I like the chess move. Thank you, DNVR, for everything you provide. An interesting thing today, Nathaniel Hackett was talking about Josh Johnson and said, like, what what were the words he said? Uh, I think he said, I would be ecstatic if Josh Johnson got to play. Yeah. So that's just that's just classic <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett shit. I know, but it's like you understand what would have to happen for that to happen, right? You'd be ecstatic. That'd be what's going through your mind. <laughs> like, that's so funny because he's just oh. he's just happy. He's for so Josh. happy for yeah. people, yeah. and he's just oh man, I'd be ecstatic if that guy got on the field. It's yeah. like no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no. Your whole week would be ruined. Yep, exactly. At least. And so they did get Josh Johnson on the practice squad, and I honestly think that that's a big sigh of relief for for them because. I don't think that everyone... I mean, it was a close battle. So I'm sure some people wanted the veteran experience of Josh over the more inexperienced Brett. But now they get both of those guys. So I think that that really alleviates any concern. And if they ever have to play, we'll see you guys next year. We won't be that excited. (laughs) We will not be ecstatic. Uh, All right. Oh, last second soupy chat. From Cody here. So is Josie playing kick return? It's a good question, and it took me a minute to realize why he got injured on kick return last year. And so he was asked about that um, actually earlier this year, and he said, whatever the team whatever the team wants me to do, I'm going to do. Dope. I would think not, though. You'd have to guess. I mean, not. like, well, if you got Aaron Patrick and Tyree Cleveland and all these guys, like, you're holding on to because of special teams. Justin Stranad, yep. he's, he's one of those special teams guys. You hope that you don't need to use your starters on special teams. Yes. But a lot of good teams will say, like, good special good teams. Teams that are good on special teams do it because they use good players on special teams. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I wonder who's out there. Because, like, Montrell can't do it. I guess you have so many tight ends. Those tight ends will pull some weight. You'll probably see Tomlinson out there. You'll see Saubert back. So there's a solid group. I don't think you need Josie. I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope not too. Jonas? Not initially, though. Yeah. You because he's exactly. injured. But he, that was one that Stukes really wanted too. Yeah, it is. Interesting. Uh, we'll find out. Who do, you put out of, who do you put on special teams if, if Stukes says, I need one of the starting linebackers? And we're talking week six. So Jonas's injury is Jonas because he's way better at special teams. Okay. It doesn't isn't he potentially more valuable for the long term? No. Oh. Okay. Why? Uh Josie's just better linebacker. But for the long term. Yeah. Okay. So what have you okay. done for me so, lately? So, okay, league? so you're a lot more sold on Josie <laughs> as a linebacker. That's fair. Yeah. It, I, he's I, proved a lot more. Yeah. Here's uh, I'm just thinking of it this way. Week 1, I find out Josie's out. I'm like, "Oh god, there's a chance that they the Broncos get run all over." Mm-hmm. Week one, I find out Jonas is out. I'm like, all right, they're gonna have they're gonna have to you know next man up this. Fair, very yeah. fair. So there you go. By week six, we might be hyped on Jonas though. It's oh, possible. Wouldn't yep. be shocked. Yep. 
Also, arm brace Jonas. It's a scary thing to see. That's real, man. Yeah. It looks I saw good. it on the sidelines in the last game. I was like, wow, that makes him more scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I think that wraps it up for us. Hit us with a thumbs up. Keep those YouTube – or sorry, keep those iTunes reviews coming. We appreciate those. Um, we've had a ton of views lately, so you guys are killing it on the algorithm. Leave your comments, thumbs up, all that stuff. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on the DMVR Broncos podcast. Take you back